hello and welcome back to the Daily Royal, a podcast that covers the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we are going to be talking about all of the events from Wednesday, March 3rd of 2021. Um, Not a whole lot to say today. Again, um, you guys, we are staying above the drama here. Um, If you're here for the drama going on with the British royal family and members of the royal family, um, this is not your place. If you are here to avoid it, this is your place. We are avoiding the drama. We don't talk about it because the people involved are not working royals. Um, So we're not talking about it. So just a little update there. Um, Sorry, my dog has come to join us, but she's staying fairly calm. But I know you guys can hear her jumping around and panting a little bit. Um, we're, We're working through some things. And so just for a while until she gets really used to this. Um, which it's been over a year. I don't know if she's ever going to get really used to this, but um, I think if I just kind of ignore her, she does go away. Like, she just left. Um, So I apologize for that. I will try and see what I can do in terms of editing um, through that section. I don't know how to do that yet. I'm still, I'm definitely still a beginner when it comes to editing. I really just do rough cuts and very quick, and that's that. So, that's what we have going avoiding today. Um, so we are going to now go ahead and jump right in with the Belgian royal family. Starting off in Belgium, King Philippe held a couple of different events today. Well, events. They were audiences. Um, But first he held an audience with the outgoing and incoming CEOs of Agoria, which is an organization um, focused on the labor market. Um, So during the conversation, they discussed an inclusive labor, labor market, the impact that COVID has had on employment, as well as digitization or digitalization. Um, and then also today, King Philippe held an audience with the founder of La Trocaterie. Okay, here's the thing. I speak Spanish. I don't speak French. And while they, the words are similar, the accents and pronunciations are very different. So I definitely said that wrong, but that's kind of as good as I can do, um, without sounding completely ridiculous. Um, But this is a meeting place for civic and artistic activities, um, and it focuses on bringing together the general public with civic leaders, um, which I think is a really cool concept, Um, like a way of bringing government back to the people in a way. Um, because part of the problem, you guys know if you've listened to this podcast, if it's your first time, welcome. Um, But I am a person, I'm very politically engaged. Um, I've made no secret of that. You can listen back and you can definitely find out my political leanings. Um, But I'm definitely a politically engaged person. Um, But I don't look at my local government at all. Um, I very much stay focused on like the U.S. government and not the local government or my state's government. Um, even though that is where the majority of, like, things that impact you happen is in your own local community. 
um, the decisions made there is what impacts you the most. But for me, um, it doesn't seem accessible. Like it's not widely reported on. I, it's not, it's not as accessible as the federal government is. Um, and this is a way that Belgium has found that this woman has found to bring, um, civic engagement into a readily available space. And I thoroughly appreciate that. Like, I think that is so freaking amazing. Um, I did a little bit more research today. I don't know why I did. Sometimes I do that. Um, like I'll dive deep into things. And then other times, like there's so much happening that I just don't have time to talk a lot about them. Um, but like I did a deeper dive on this today on this La Tricotery. Um, and it just seems so cool. And like, really um empowering to people I appreciate that and I, I like that it involves you know not just like boring meetings um but a space for people to communicate through activity I appreciate that um so that's what was going on in Belgium so now we are going to move on to the UK now In the UK today, there were a couple of different things that happened publicly, um, so we'll talk about those first, and then, of course, like we always do, we'll go into the court circular events. Um, but today, the Prince of Wales sent a video message to the NHS based in Scotland to thank them for their extraordinary efforts during the pandemic. So he recently did this... Um, for, like, the Royal Mail Service... And kind of the same thing, you know, like, obviously the NHS staff has been working and working for a year. Um, this pandemic, you know, really started to, at least in Europe, hit the forefront of people's minds kind of right now, um, a year ago. Um, I think I've talked about this, but like, on March 11th, I was having conversations that were like, assuming that this can still happen. Um, so March 3rd, it was like becoming a thing, but it hadn't completely gotten there yet. Um, and I was follow. I mean, I ran this podcast then, so I was following Europe extremely closely. Um, but in that, um, you know, the NHS has been working this whole time with COVID and they've gotten a lot of thanks, which is good. You know, we've recognized the people that are kind of most important working in this time. Um, and I think it is really important that we continue to do so. But, um, I think this message was really great because it, it explained, it gave another element to this, like, thank you, because it's been so long. And so the video was really cool in that it had kind of like the struggles, but also some of the triumphs of COVID, you know, the people walking out after surviving, um, and being really close to not, um, but then they walked out and they were survivors of COVID and, 
you know, it was just moving. Um, and I think the closer and closer that we get to like a year of this thing really kind of penetrating our day-to-day lives, um, I think it's important to like look how far we've come. You know, in a year, we've had a vaccine developed. We've all kind of learned things about ourselves, good and bad. Um, and I just think like this highlighted it and it brought to the forefront of like, how hard and how much pressure people are under in these jobs, but like at the end of the day, how much their work has made such a difference. So I just applaud that video. I thought it was really great. Um, Okay. And then for the second event of the day, the Duchess of Cornwall visited St. Paul's Church in a town called Croydon, Um, So this church has been converted into a vaccination center because the church is doing um, virtual services. And so 11 uh, general practitioners in the the town came together and they're running the vaccination center as a team. Um, And I think that's like really awesome and really, you know, we've talked a lot about, um, especially recently, um, how the British royal family's message is kind of really focused on, like, don't be selfish, um, Brits work together, the British people work together, um, like, this is what we do. We band together in our community and we get it done. And I think what a perfect example than 11 general practitioners in a town coming together in a church to create a vaccination center for COVID. I just think, like, they're doing it so right the UK, every country has had its ups and downs with COVID. Um, but this, when you get down into the town by town, like this town has it, has this and it's amazing. Um, so I just like want to applaud them for that. I think it's really awesome. Um, so that's what was going on public facing. And now I am going to pull up the court circular, assuming I can find it. Um, I know I was having this problem yesterday, and it's because I didn't remember the date. So it was the second yesterday, and I definitely thought it was the third. Um, so I was wrong. Today's the third, though. So I've got the court circular up. Um, so let's see. Today uh, at Windsor Castle, which is where Queen Elizabeth is currently staying, um, Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister, and Queen Elizabeth held their weekly um audience via telephone. Uh, Moving on to Clarence House, we have the Prince of Wales, royal founding patron, business in the community, oh, of business in the community, held a meeting via telephone. So Charles held a telephone meeting uh, with the organization Business in the Community. Um, The Duchess of Cornwall this morning visited St. Paul's Church Vaccination Center in Surrey. So that's what was going on. There's nothing for Kensington Palace on here. Um, So that's what was going on in the UK today. And now we are going to skip down to Netherlands because surprise, surprise, there was nothing in Denmark today. Although it looks like there might be something tomorrow. So stay tuned. Um, So let's go over to the Netherlands now.
the Netherlands, King Willem Alexander just had a couple of different events today, um, but because it was more than one, I thought I would give them um, a little bit of a five minute, probably won't be five minutes to talk about this. Um, but so first, King Willem Alexander held a circle of commissioners meeting. So this also translates, it's so funny, and when I use Google Translate on the web, on uh, the Dutch Royal House's website, because it translates to board of directors, but then it also translates to circle of commissioners. And I choose to use circle of commissioners because it's better sounding. Like, I just think it sounds really fun. Um, and also these are like municipal commissioners. So I think that one is closer to correct. Um, it also just makes me think of like Knights of the Round Table and some like historically circles. And I just think it's really great. Um, so anyway, today he met with the commissioners from Nord Brabant, Drenthe, and Limburg. Um, and presumably they just talk about the happenings in each community um, and kind of like have a conversation. I don't know if this is typically held with like every single municipal commissioner um, in a normal event, but because we're living in COVID times, there's less people. Um, I'm going to be completely honest and say like that would surprise me because the Dutch royal family at least is holding occasionally holding bigger gatherings it's happened okay when I say occasionally I mean it's literally happened twice okay like it's not like they're laissez-faire all the time um but they have been known to hold more than three other people at a table in this like the last 30 days so it's happened once I think maybe twice I think just once, but anyway, um, and then Maxima went to a school. Okay. So I don't know that that's how that happens in a normal world, but it's definitely not how it's happening now. Um, so that was his first thing on the calendar today. And then he also held video conversations with the Lieutenant governor of Bonaire and the governor of St. Mar St. St. Martin. I always want to say that as St. Martin, and I don't think they're the same place. Do you guys want to find out with me? Let's find out if St. Saint, Saint Martin and St. Martin are the same. Okay, so St. Martin is... Okay, so they are the same, but not really. So St. Martin is the French part, and the southern part is St. Martin, also said probably St. Martin, is the Dutch side. Okay? So they're different, but the same island. It's just the, um, the, there's a division. Okay. I feel much better in knowing this because I was feeling really dumb. Um, but now you all know that this is different. Also, if you're wondering how much a hotel is, um, a three-star hotel, which I tend to stay in like three-star hotels if I'm staying in a hotel. Sometimes I'll even stay in cheaper ones. Um, but a three-star hotel is $186 a night. And a five-star averages at $658 a night. That sounds fun. <laughs> so um, anyway, that was really fun. Um, and then Bonaire is another part of the Dutch Caribbean islands. So 
that is what, and he, uh, Will Alexander will frequently check in with the, the leadership there. Um, because obviously he can't visit the Caribbean often. I think he might like to, but he can't. Um, so he's always in mainland Netherlands, um, and will occasionally visit. Um, I remember their first visit after, um, becoming king and queen and it was just so much fun. Um, okay. So that's what was going on in the Netherlands today. And now we are going to move on to Norway. In Norway today, like I said, there is one event. Um, so today, Crown Prince Akun, who is still serving as regent, opened and participated in the Gender Equality Conference. So the theme of this year's conference was, uh, it was called Crisis as a Magnifying Glass. So basically what this was about is obviously gender equality, because that's right there in the title, um, but focusing on the disparity between men and women, and a lot of the things talked about um, were how much women have had to adapt their roles during COVID um, in comparison to men. And by that, I t actually really mean mothers versus fathers. So mothers have often had to figure out how to care for the kids, oftentimes staying home with them working from home at the same time, probably educating the children while working, um, and obviously doing all the cooking and kind of those traditional, outdated, but still quote-unquote traditional norms for a woman. And um, the COVID crisis has really put in perspective how much people rely on mothers and women to give up a part of themselves in terms of like, you know, if they needed to take care of their children, they were kind of expected to figure out how to make it all happen more so than a father would be. And so the conference talked a lot about that. Um, and I think like that's really, it's talked a lot about here in the States, but like we're not doing a lot about it. And I know, like, I kind of put Norway in this, like, utopia because everything is so evolved beyond where we are here um, that I put them in a utopia. I, I think I, I mentioned that I'm going to read this book called The Nordic Theory of Everything because the Nords, Nordic people have it figured out. And, like, we Americans just don't. I don't really know the whole story about what's happening, but apparently, like, the state, the U.S. Capitol again is in lockdown. I don't know. I haven't read the news yet for the day. Um, but like, we clearly just don't have our stuff figured out. But, you know, there is still a disparity. You know, yesterday, Akun was participating in a conversation about young people and the difficulties that they're facing transitioning to the job market. Um, 
today he's in a conference talking about women's gender equality. Now, I will say one of the speakers of this conference was the female prime minister of Norway. So, you know, they at least have that on us. Although, yay us, we have a woman vice president, but like, we still don't have that. Um, so like there is more of an equitable thing and fathers are able to take the same time as mothers and it's paid for both parties. Like it's just, it's different, but like it is still women bear the brunt of a lot of things. And I think that it's really important that like the Norwegian Royal House is putting Akun in these difficult conversations um, because they are difficult conversations. And part of the perk of having a royal family is when they do things, it gets a little more attention. Not always, and I don't understand the dynamics of every single royal family in their country. Um, I think that's pretty evident by like the fact that the Danish people don't seem to be freaking out about the lack of appearances from their royal family, but I am. Um, so I don't understand every country's relationship with their mo monarchy. I'm trying to, but there are seven monarchies that I talk about and I understand the relationship between the country and the monarchy in like two of them kind of three but like I still need to develop that with Belgium like I get it for the UK and I get it for Spain um but I don't really get it in a lot of the other countries I try and I learn but I haven't dove that deep yet um but I do know that like doing events like this brings more attention to it. So I think that it's really important and I appreciate that the royal household is making time for these things. So I just wanted to say that part of it. I think this this conversation is super important and, you know, I am a woman, but I don't really have men to compare myself to in terms of pay gaps or anything like that. Um... I mean, I work for myself, so, like, I create my own money. Um, if there's a pay gap between me and a man, it means that he's working either a lot more hours than I am or a lot harder. Not that they're picking which drivers to give preference to versus man versus woman. Although, maybe they are. I don't know. I, I doubt it. But maybe. Um, and so, I don't really experience that. I'm not a mother, so I don't have that. Um... I don't have those things to contend with. I have the dog. I have to make her life as comfortable as possible, but COVID didn't really change much for her. Um, so I think, I, but I do think these conversations are incredibly important to be having. And I think putting a royal in front of them to spotlight them is really cool. Um, so anyway, that's what was going on in Norway. Um, I'm debating. I think we're going to go ahead and skip Spain. Uh, there was one, a couple of events, but it was King Felipe holding middle, military audiences. So if we talk, if we need to talk about it, there's nothing that came out of it. Um, and they don't send a lot of information. So we're just going to not talk about it because it would be a pointless conversation. Um, we can maybe talk about it a little bit tomorrow if anything, you know, exciting happens from them. But I, I've seen the videos. I've, there's nothing there. Um, Whereas tomorrow there's like three or four big events or something. I don't know. Tomorrow's going to be crazy in Spain. Um, but that's what was going on 
in Norway and through the European countries that I talk about every day. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, like it and review it on wherever you're listening. I was about to say Apple Podcasts, but that's not necessarily where you're listening to this. So wherever you're listening, um, please visit thedailyroyal.com and the Daily Royal on Instagram. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.